Willis D back in the cave. Um, we got a tremendous show for you today. It's gonna be another versus. Um, this time we got Janet and two of her amazing albums, and Tribe Called Quest and two of their amazing albums. Um, definitely fun to go through the catalogs and compare the albums. I just think it was very entertaining and I think it was um, hmm very informative actually. So, you know, got Rude Dog helping me and uh, it was fire as usual. Doghouse in the building? We're in the building. You want to tell the people what verses we doing this week? Or this episode? Yeah, this week we're doing Janet Jackson, Control album, and the Janet album. And we're doing Tribe Called Quest, Low End Theory, and um, Midnight Marauders. And I'm yeah, it's going to be a hot one. Most definitely a hot one. It's not going to be as hot as I thought, America. When I, <laughs> when I did my research here, I, I really was kind of disappointed. I, I thought this is one of the most uneven matches I think I think we we, we could came up with after I delved into it, dove into it. The, the Janet? I, I'm not, see, I'm not naming any names right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I don't know. I think it's going to be surprises, though. I think it's going to be surprises one way or another. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> you want to start with Janet? Yeah, we're starting with Janet. And I, I, I think we need to start with Control. Yeah. Um, I agree. Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam hooked her up, gave her... I thought they gave her a sound, just just like Bobby Brown, you know, had his signature sound with um with um, my prerogative. Don't be right. cool. I, I thought this was that this was Janet's coming out party, really. Even though you this was her first album solo project, I mean, first album period. I mean, but it, I thought it was the one that really showcased her. You think it, they gave her her sound or her voice? Her voice, you know her, I mean? her voice, yeah, her sound. Because I think her sound comes on later. I think she's. This is not her. This is not who she truly is. This is just. This is who she was at the moment. Yeah, because we got remember she was like what 18, 18, 19 or something when she did control. She's a very young lady. True, she was young. But it was nineteen eighty six. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's a she's a very young lady, and and that kind of leads me to my first point. Like I feel like the song and the album, but especially the song, the song it kind of was like you said, her coming out party. It was it was you know she was coming out the shadows of some some pretty big you know she had some pretty big shoes to fill. What from her brothers? From her brothers, yeah, man. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I thought that that song it it was the it just was 
the foundation for what was to come in the whole album. So what was some of the some of the standouts for you? The usuals. Nasty. Um you know, it was something different from Janet. She kind of dropped out that wholesome image. And she was nasty. And and you know, I, I think the general uh point or focus or just kind of the way the album went, like, you know, it was very girl power. It was very, you know, I am woman, hear me roar type. You know what I mean? Like, it was, you know, it was very, you know, it was, it was, it was powerful in some in some regards. Yeah, it was it was really up-tempo. It was an up-tempo yeah. album. It was a lot of dancing, a lot of dance music. It was, it was really poppy. Yeah. Yeah, it was very it was. Um, what have you done for me lately? I like that one too. Catchy poppy tune, like I was saying. Um But even more than catchy though, it's just don't you think it's kind of putting the putting the guy in his place though? In a sense, you know, it is it's very I'm telling you, it's a lot of girl power, you know, just kind of floating out of this album. A lot of girl power. She's making a statement about Oh yeah, we, we touched on that though. That that was yeah. The whole the album was about that, about her making a statement about her growing from a young, from being you know a, a teenager to being a young adult and exerting that. Definitely, definitely exerting that. I just I, I guess thinking back on the times, there wasn't a lot of ladies doing that though. You know, like this this was pretty much. I'm in control. I'm running my own thing. I, you like it or not, you know. And I, I don't think a lot of ladies were doing that. No, there weren't a lot of people, a lot of ladies. Yeah, there weren't a lot of ladies doing that at that time. But the, like I said before, Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam, outstanding producers. They knew. They gave her exactly what she needed. I guess, so. I guess so. Yeah. Principle. The the common thread for me though with all these songs is like I said before, they're all pretty dance. You can dance to these songs. There's a lot of dancey, you know, high energy. They are, yeah. When I think of you, yeah. There is, yeah. A lot of the same thing. I listening back on Pleasure Principles, though, I you know. It has a killer hook. The chorus is banging, but you know, in between there, there's there's not a lot of substance. There's not a lot of meat to that sandwich. We just kind of danced because it was Janet, you know. But that that song, yeah, you know, yeah. It, it's okay, you know. But I think it just kind of goes. It just kind of goes to the fact that it was Janet. Like Janet could breathe on the mic, and people was gonna dance, and you know. For this album, this was this was rhythm. This was before rhythm nation. Yeah, this this was before rhythm nation. Yeah. I should have I should have looked up because this album sold ten million copies worldwide. I believe it. That's man, those are killer numbers though. 
So um, my fifth song then um, what I think of you. Yeah, That's a good nice song. and catchy and poppy, like you were saying. Very sweet, angelic, you know. That's exactly what I had wrote down. Sweet, a, a sweet song. Yeah, it was very sweet. Very, you know. She's giggling all through the record. And, you know, it's very cute. It's very sweet. You know, my last one was Let's Wait a While. That's the it. one. That's the one people. That's the one people sleep on. Is that one right there? You think people sleep on him? Oh, definitely, definitely. Because control is such a powerful, such an intense. I'm in control. I'm running my own life. But then she turn around and say, "Hey, let's wait a while." You know, I don't care about what all the other girls are doing. I'm that. I'm not doing that. You know. But she's still showing or exerting control of, of what who she is and of exactly. her body. Right. And who it's did that in 86? The of, of, the, of the album. But she slows down and she sings. She sings. Yeah. It's, it's not just a bunch of high energy songs. Yeah. Catchy poppy tunes. She really and- let it really... This is this is who she's going to become later on in her life and in her career. But it's just, it's just not a it ain't just a ballad though. It's it's you know it's a it's a song telling young girls, hey, you know, respect yourself, respect your body, respect your partners. Very well before it's time, you know. This Nobody was doing that. Nobody was saying that. You know. Hey, let's wait a while. If you really love me, you'll wait a while. Yeah, it's a true classic. It's one of, I think it's one of her best, all-time best. Uh, and it's certainly one of the best on this album. That's why I say it's slept on, because I don't know if people give it, you know, the credit it deserves. I don't it, To me, it is the best on the album. I think it is. Personally, it's done is the best in the album, and especially looking back, yeah, it you know, I don't know if the, if if that's the consensus though, you know, but it's well, I certainly think, I think if people were to listen to the album again, I think they would come to that conclusion that that was the best song on the album. And it may be, and what have you done for me lately? Like, them are songs that, you know, that that transcends, you know, decades, you know. What is that? Uh, uh, Bills, 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 Destiny Child had. Like, it's been several versions of this song. You know, she just did it first. She did it first. She was a pioneer, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if she gets the credit for that as much as she deserves. I don't know. She was competing with a lot of people during that, a lot of divas during that era, though. She was. She was. And and to have the success that she had, competing against she's this this is the this is the golden era for um to me for divas. So she's like she's she's it's like Michael Jordan. 
Charles Barkley, Keem. She's, she's it's like that to me. And she, yeah. for her, for her to do what she did, I think was a great accomplishment. I, <laughs> was, yeah, there's was, no doubt about that. She, she kind of created her own lane, you know. And she did a lot of her own songwriting, you know. That's, you know. Maybe not on that. Maybe not on not that particular world. album, but in the in the subsequent years to come, you know, she was the full package. She wasn't just a dancer or a singer. You know, she was molding her album. She was, you know. Okay, so we, so that that transition to so what about this album? Did she write this then? Most a lot of these songs for Janet. Yeah. I, I I don't know if I should say a lot, but I'm sure she wrote a good bit, you know. So or um, was involved in it. Uh, and I think you could kind of tell by the subject, the subject matter and things like that. You could kind of tell that she was involved. There there were a lot of songs to start off. Period. Though on this album, it was over twenty. It was. Songs. I couldn't believe there was twenty songs compared to the the. Nine or ten from the from that other album. I was like, damn, her budget right. really did it. But that tells us right there, Janet was sprinkling her, you know, her fairy dust on things. And I don't necessarily think that was good. I I'm with you. I I'm do with not you. think that was good, America. Oh she my! She could have used the uh, she could have used the Jimmy Jam or uh, you know. Yeah, she could have used the Jimmy Jam. She could have used a Paul McCartney. Damn, she could have used uh, Timberlake. Timberland, I mean. She could use a lot of people in America. This this album really sucked. Yeah. Yeah. It was blah. I was like, oh, man, this is so blah. It was pretty, yeah, looking back, it was, yeah. I'm with you. It was, it was a lot worse than I had pictured. Anticipated. Me too. Because in my mind, I, I thought there was more hits that I can remember, but I'm telling you, there's other albums that she made after this where um, I can't remember the names now, but where she had some. But other it, albums. it's not the hits though, because she got a few hits on here. It's just that that's it. That what you get, you know, between the two or three hits, it, that's all. That's literally the whole album. That's where the problem. That's where the problem lies, because it's no, like. The, go go ahead. Because there's literally like, you know, five songs or six songs out of 20. Like, that's that's not a good, you know, Beagle, that that's, ratio. That ratio is not good. There's too no. many songs. There's over 20 songs, and you only got maybe five good ones. Yeah. And, and maybe two really good ones. I, I think it might go the reason that, it, that it's Janet. You know, once again, you know, if it's Joe Blow Schmo, do we all, does everybody go out and grab this album? You know, because it is pretty bad. So just it might be one of the worst, really. I I, I just gonna name a couple of what five albums that I did did kind of think it's just, I thought um that Throb song had a little house flavor to it to start off. Yeah. You know, that was kind of interesting, I thought. It kind of caught my ear. Um, what? What is this? How about um, That's the Way Love Goes. 
did. That's the best song on there. <laughs> That's the best song on the album. I don't know about that, but it's, it's you know, it's, it's certainly one of the better songs. I think looking back on it now, it's clear that If is the best song. And I almost hate to say that because it's the most commercially successful, but it's, it's you know, it's really the best song. That's the way love goes? No, If I Was Your Girl, you know. If All I the things I do to you, the video, the everything—it's it's, it's definitely the best song. If I were your girl, I don't even. Yes, it's just called if, but it's you know. Oh, okay. Got a memorable, got a memorable video for it. Like it's 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 the standout of this album. It's when, when you think this her. album, when she's sitting there with the black tank top on. Uh, nah. She got on. I, I don't know if it, I think she got on like the like a white, you know, it's like a white ensemble. Okay, white, like dance, a white. They all dancing around. White summer dress like joint. When she put yeah, her that, hand between the dude, the dude's crotch, and all that, it's it's, it's kind of it's a, it's product it's a, it's seductive, you know. I yeah, I I don't even, even write that one down because it, it <laughs> really did. I really did, but I maybe I'm gonna go back, America. I usually go back and look at it. I'm gonna go back and look at it. Yeah, man, it's clearly the best song, man. No, uh, I don't see. That's where I disagree. I think um, um, that's the way love goes. The best song in there for me. Oh yeah, you know. Even even again, it's a it's a good song. In my again, opinion. it's a good song. It's just. You know, very uh, sweetsy, cutesy, Mary Poppinsy. You know, like it's very cutesy. And, and yeah, that's and that's why I really feel like she. At the end of the day, this is a mediocre album. It really mediocre is. ain't even the word. It's a it's bad, rude dog. You could just say it's bad. It's a bad album, you know. It had too many songs, for one thing. And then, I think, like you said, I think Janet started really dabbling into the, the, the picking out the songs and the production and all that other stuff. And it did. Yeah. It wasn't a good sound at the end of the day. It just had a lot of... <laughs> It just had a lot of bad songs. Yeah, it was a mishmash of you know. She was she was trying to prove she was trying to tell us something. She she had a message to. to I think she was trying to do like another rhythm nation, but she didn't have Jimmy Jam them to be like you know. Yeah, they would have said we're not gonna go with twenty plus songs to start with, Danny. That's what it would have been. Right, if it was it, it was too much. Control, I'd rather have the 18-year-old Janet than this Janet here. Control is clearly the better of the two albums, in my opinion. Yeah, I I'll go with that. Five paws. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's a no-brainer. Control is definitely the better album. Wow. Well, we we got to a pretty pretty good consensus on that one. 
So now before we before we uh before we get to tribe, because I, I think this tribe is gonna be hot personally. I don't know what you think on that, but I think it's gonna be hotter than than maybe advertised. Well, compared to the last one, yeah, it's it's, it's a much closer <laughs> battle. It's a much closer battle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's exactly. It's a very. It's, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. All right, we're gonna take a break, and then we're gonna uh, come right back with with Tribe Called Quest. You back in the cave? I'm back. Doghouse representing Roof Roof. No doubt. So we breeze through Janet real quick, America. We got a, a Tribe Called Quest on deck now. Uh, before we get started, you want to say anything about Tribe? You got any any memories, anything that, you know? Yeah, I, I think Tribe is an interesting, um, an interesting group. The, the evolution from where they started with, um, I left my wallet at El Segundo to you know, to the um, Midnight Marauders and even the last album, I can't get the name of, I should have, you know, um, you know, remembered it so I could talk about it, but right. Uh, I've always, well, well I'm going to say this. I remember the, the um, damn, the documentary movie. I can't remember, quite remember the name of it right now. Big, offhand. Big Rhymes in Life or something like that. Yeah, uh, something like that. And, I, and it was I, always... I, that's a quality documentary, Amir. Quality, because it showed that the inner workings between the group, how they how they didn't really get along. I always assumed that man, these dudes really liked each other and stuff. Because I music, know, right? The music was so good. It was so. It was just so. Man, it was good. It was good music. It was how the sausage gets made. Like it was, you know, getting a peek behind the curtain. It was definitely, man, for any Tribe Called Quest fan, it it's a must. It's a must. It's a it's a definite must to see how the inner work is, how how they how the the, the different um um personalities clash. I've always I've always been a fan fan of the underdog fight. He's been my favorite in the group, so I'm just gonna let that be known from the start. Uh, mine too. Mine too. I thought he, I thought he didn't get. I thought he got a um, bad rap as far as when people compare him to Q-Tip. They never really gave him. They never really, you know. I don't think they ever really gave him an equal standing. Yeah, because you, you, you could have no tribe without Fife. You know, I mean, I, you know, I know they did their album and it was what it was. But you know, you can't have a you can't have an album without without Fife. No, you can't. And that's another thing. How they, how they, how they dropped Jerobi. From the first album to the second album, my man just went away. Jerobi. I know, right? But they be talking about him though, like they make mention of him in the in the rhymes and stuff. So he must have been existed, I guess. You know, it's a very I think Tribe is very complex. You know, they're very complex. Damn, I hate not seeing them though before fight died. You ain't the only one, man. Wanted to see him in concert. That was on my bucket list. That's one thing that I can't do now. Yeah. 
I can see. I know, too. right? We ain't gonna be the same. <laughs> so we're gonna start out with low end theory. Yeah, we can start off with low end theory. What's it? It's a ninety-one. It sold what? A million copies. Yeah. Right out the gate, um, bugging out. I love the hook. The lyrics are on. I love the song. You know, I like that. Um, yeah, bugging out that thing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. But but it, but but you can't start it. You can't start with bugging out. You gotta start with check the ride. That's that's the signature, you know. I was gonna I was low gonna, theory song. I was gonna get there. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, I was gonna get there, man. Yo, you see you jumping, you jumping the good, but yeah. Check the rhymes, okay, yeah. That's that's the iconic joint right there. That that's the yes. that's the one that people really, you know, gravitated to because there were so many. Nah, that's one of the ones I should say. There was from what from um what what did um tips say record records record um record, record company people are shady that was a that was lying I remember people bam even the toughest guys was liking that hardcore that's one thing about tribe and this low end theory hardcore individuals bad boys like this song like not this yeah. song, I mean but this album. Cause I was I remember coming to the North Side when when this was um out and Northsiders playing this and that and that just shook that shook me I blew my mind I'm like damn you you brothers you know you brothers up like that Cause you, you know they was kind of backwards with all that uh other shit we should say we ain't gonna but would that have been considered backpack rap now I guess backpack rap. It probably would be right. Yeah, what else? That would probably be the category they would have thrown it in. I guess what, especially with the abstract poetic, you know, it would be the same, like what little Uzi Vert and all that kind of shit. Hmm. Interesting. If that's what you, if that's that's what you're trying to say to um, just compare it to something. The music of today, what it would, what, what niche would it be in? Yeah, I don't know. A, a, a I, niche. Like, I don't know. I, I think it stands alone. I think it would just be. I, I think, think it'd be backpack rap. It, it would be some cultural, ap- appropriate shit. It would be the native tongue still shit. <laughs> so we got uh, bugging out, like you said. We got check the rhyme. Uh man, they had, they had, I, I was listening to the infamous date rate. Like I had to listen to that. Like whoa, you know, me too would definitely have something to say on that for tribe. But it was an interesting, <laughs> it was an interesting song. Oh, um, but I'm just saying, you know what was that though? Yeah, you. That's I wanted to touch on that. It was really misogynistic. This 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 it album, was it was a lot especially Fife a lot of Fife's parts were um yes he really, he really very he right a lot of um 
disrespectful <laughs> lady. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Womanizing or <laughs> uh what yeah. Uh, whatever the word you whatever the word, yeah. Women. Say that again. I said it or just outright objectifying women. Certainly that. This is certainly that. And this is the some of his best puns are quote unquote, you know. Objectifying women, some of his, you know, but you know, I, that's the thing. It's almost, I, I don't even know if women took offense, though. That's what I'm like. I, did he put it so smoothly that even they didn't care? Like, <laughs> I don't, you know, yeah, they, they never got no flack. It was that. a different time, it was a different time today. That's that wouldn't fly. Today, yeah, because you don't, don't fly you like just, you did back then. It was a whole. You got more time. people analyzing too, though now yeah. than would have been, you know. Especially for the women side, it, there'd be more women, more because the internet. There would be more talk just with yeah, just in the social media. I should say about yeah. oh, I'm here about five and it would be. There's no doubt about that. Because then you have the people, even the media. Neither social media, um, um, what influencers, and, um, people, um, media people that got the shows and stuff, and, yeah, uh, the content and stuff, yeah. Be, uh, so yeah, it's a lot. It would be a lot different. I just want to say what butter, well, butter, yeah, my butter was hot, but it was butter, really, yeah, it was really misogynistic, but it was hot though. It was, it was misogynistic, but but it was, but it that one, I think, and some of it may come off as misogynistic, but he was really telling a a story though from a specific point of view too, though you know, so which we don't get a lot, you know, uh, uh, from Fife in the group because you know. True. He kind of come in and hit you with his quick sixteen, and you know, true. But he he true. got a, a chance to tell to you know tell his heartbreak and you know how the girl broke his heart and no doubt how he dedicated himself to her and we kind of seen right. a different side of Fife. It wasn't just uh, complete misogynistic. You right, know, you're right about that. I take that back. You're right. It, it was a good story. It was he told a story from beginning to end how his how his um day went. Trying to get with this girl, but yeah, butter, um, show business, show business, show business. To me, is the best song on the album, honestly. And I could remember the rhymes, but I didn't never really put. I never really put that they was, you know, like it was Lord Jamar. And uh, Sadat X, and I believe Diamond D is in the last verse, no doubt. Diamond, like, D. Diamond I'm D. like, wow, that's a hell of a collabo just under the table, a hell of a collabo, right there, a hell of a collabo. And through all that, Fife still showed and proved, yeah. Fife showed yeah. and proved, Sadat X came with some hot jewels, and fucking Diamond D, it was yeah, but Jamar was hot. Man, that whole song is it's the best song on the album, really. Had, really. And I had to rip I had to rank them. I was ranking them in that order. But it was yeah, I'm not saying 
Lil Jamar didn't come with some, you know. He he brought his shit too. He brought his A game. Right. And I didn't really know them cats was getting down like that. Like I didn't really remember that, you know. So you say but I'm like, wow. You say that song's better than scenario then. Yes. I think. All together, yes. So you so it's what you a think better, it's a better song. What was that? You think scenarios overrated a little bit? I a little bit, but the way that it like the way that it blew up bus and bus career, you know, and just different things just kind of push it to the forefront. Exactly. So we gotta give it credit. Exactly. You know, we gotta give it a certain amount of credit because you know that that that's 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 my takeaway from that song more than anything is how Buster took 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 that opportunity and shined and, and yeah. launched, his, launched his career. And there's another backdrop, there's another story behind that with him and um Charlie Brown, how Charlie Brown's feelings were hurt after Buster yeah. um, exploded on the scene and left leaders of the new. Yeah, I can see that though. You know, I can see. Yeah, I bet that's yeah. We, that's a whole other podcast, I'm sure. Yeah, but yeah, I, scenario made made that and and five and five. You know, Bo may know Bo may know this and Bo may know that. Like them is that's that's timeless. You know, it's other parts of scenario that are just banging. But when you really think about it, it's typically oh wow, this was bust a bust became bust a bust. It is, you know, really. I totally agree with that, but I like Dinko D. He was all right on there. He, he yeah, was- <laughs> Charlie Brown. Everybody <laughs> gonna be Dinko D. Charlie Brown, Buster Bus. Yeah, I hear you. I, I hear you. Because I don't know if I love Buster Bus rhyme on scenario per se, but he's just it. He's what people remember, you know. Oh, I don't know. It's he just, it is what it is. Like he went, he went, he went bonkers for a minute there. He true, but but the way that, but but uh, you hadn't heard, but the way that something like that, the the way that the way that that tip lead him into it and stuff, you know, it's a beautiful. The whole thing is beautiful. It ain't just bust a bust, you know. It's you know. Okay. So let me just say the whole this. thing, the way they lead into it, is very subtle, very smooth. Like Mister Buster Bus, tell them what you did. You know, <laughs> like it's a, it's, it's very smooth. Yeah. True, true. But uh, yeah, scenario, yeah, it, it's a quality album, quality album. Uh, better than better than I thought it was. Really, I I, got, I had to give it an A, uh, maybe an A plus. A plus, wow! It's gonna be hard to beat. With it was pretty, yeah, man. It was a pretty tough. It was a pretty, pretty beast of an album. Looking back on it, I was like, "Wow, this is pretty damn good," you know. Oh, yeah, it's a good album. Um, lots of cameos from um, some top artists. I know, right? And I, I'm gonna say, it was a real old school feel for me. Old school rap. Yeah. With a lot of, with Sadat X and them and those guys, it just felt it was old school. Yeah, it was put together, I guess, better than I remembered. Like it's very well, very structured, very. It's a, it's, you know, it's a, it's a great album. 
Okay, let's get to Mirada Mar- Mar- real quick then. A ninety yeah. point one point seven million sold. So what do you think about Midnight Marauders? I have been going for years and years saying it was, you know, and I still feel this certainly a top five rap album ever. Wow. But but listen after listening to the Low Hit Theory though, I'm like, wow, like Low Hit Theory was whoa, you know. Whoa. So I mean, you know, it's all relative, but it's 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 yeah, it's a it's it's a great album. It really was a great album, even on even on looking back at it, listening back, like it was like, wow. This still beats, you know, this is still relevant. This is still to what some of your favorite you know, songs, but I have uh electric relaxation is amazing, of course. You know, award tour, you know, get the singles out the way. Oh my god, with bus a bus. Speaking of bus a bus, uh the eight million stories was 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 great. But I actually found myself feeling like butter was better. Actually, I want to I want to run that by you. Uh, see what I what I found what I found um when I listened to these two albums is they're pretty similar. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Yeah, they're, to me, but you know what's different? Better, better production. And, and on the second album, yes. But the first album, I thought it it was meant to be what it was. It, it had more of a yeah. jazz flavor to it, even though this yeah. one had a, a jazz flavor too. But it had even more of a psychedelic, um, electronic flavor to it. Yeah, it had everything on this one. It had a lot. It had a. It was kind of like they threw everything at the kitchen. You know. I just say, oh, let's see what sticks. Like you could tell, they was like, oh yeah, let's work with extra P. Let's work with this person. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's you know, or it's, a Q-tip. You could kind of feel like it. It felt like they want to. They wanted to kind of get people up and dancing and moving a little more too, because yeah, their songs were more fast paced than um some of their some of their original songs from from the past. It was a it was a more it was a faster paced album where I thought yeah. that it had more time, more opportunities for people to, to two step at least. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, man, there's, man, there's so I agree with that. Sucking niggas. Let's talk about, let's talk about that. Sucking nigga for a minute. Cause I, I think that's actually one of the, as many banging songs as they got. On this album, this is one of this. This a standout just because of the um, nature of it. You know the the subject matter. What? But the fact that he was using nigga and a second nigga, and he talked about the nigga and the origins of the word and why we use it and why some people don't like it and that whole thing. But then at the same time, he was saying why he uses it to talk about sucking niggas. Front, and front right front he broke but I, I remember as a kid me and my me a, a teacher challenging me and a friend of mine to not use it because she she said that she thought it was derogatory or whatnot and I remember in our time of trying not to use it how much we use it like I was like wow like this uh, you know 
this this word right here is really is kind of polarizing as many times we use it as quickly as it falls off our lips. And I think that's what Tip was really getting at, you know. With how quick we use it. And 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 our tongues, and it's just another word to us, but to other people, even of our, you know, our mama generation or our grandma generation, or you know, that's a whole different, you know. Yeah, man. Contentation. They ain't going for that. So no you know, it was it was it was very uh you know of the times artsy, you know. <laughs> it was yeah, it was you know, very an vanguard or at art vanguard or I know it's a fancy word there I'm trying to find. <laughs> I I just wanna and, and even just the two albums that you got, you got, you got a lot of a lot of solo, you know, elements of their albums where Fife would, would get on a song and just he would do his thing on a whole song, and then Chip would do his thing on a whole song, and then they would come together and they would kill shit together a song. It was I, too I, much. I it was too much of that solo. Solo business, but that's a whole different. I ain't even gonna. I let you finish what you were saying. Solo business. Yeah, it was too much of that. That that that's my only tribe regret is it was too much of that. Really. I thought it. No, I I thought it was enough. Cause I I thought it gave it gave um we wouldn't get eight million stories then or yeah. um, because. Tip would have just dominated the um the mic or the but the but he does dominate the mic. He even dominates those. Well, at least butter he does the chorus, <laughs> so he does dominate the mic. That's kind of the thing, really. But that's probably a whole separate set of folks, you know. Free Fife, let Fife live, you know. Hashtag. <laughs> that's what we would say now, you know. Hashtag let Fife live. But I mean, yeah, you know, it probably makes you appreciate Fife more, you know, but it just kind of feels like Q-Tip is always, you know, it just feels like that. It may not even be the case, but it do feel like that. Like, you'd be like, man. I think he was anointed that by the public. I, I think just I think he anointed himself that myself, but you know. I think, but the public, the public, because he, man, I, I don't even want to get into looks. And yeah, shit. we had, that's a dog, that's a doghouse episode. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I think there was a certain, you know, gender that gravitated towards Tip that even pushed him even above what he really was. Okay, I could go with that. I you certainly could go with that. Compared to Fife, they Fife didn't get that same kind of because MTV and all those other motherfuckers shit. They see that it's this, this demographic, like boom. Yeah, yeah, I could go with that. I'm not gonna argue that. Um, I like we could get down. Uh, Fife actually has a response to to the criticism of rappers in that, like you know, these guys. They was more than just you know, 
could drop a hot 16. Like, they, you know, they they had substance. They had tracks. They had structure. Before we get I off mean, here, though, that I want to say, before we leave, I just want to say one of the more underrated songs that they ever done that people never really talk about on this album is The Chase Part 2. This I is know. People it never is. talk about this album. But I remember when I went back and listened to the album again, I remember how I used to love this song here. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, that, this Midnight Marauders, man, you, you can't hardly... I'm trying to think of something you could skip that wasn't uh, a uh, interlude or whatever, you know. That's how that's how classic this is. Like, literally. Out of the 15 songs or whatever, like, I'm trying to. I, I don't know if I can think of one that you literally could skip. You know, I, I'm so, I, I'm racking my brain. Like, you know, that's how it's man. This when I'm a rider ain't nothing nice. It really ain't. Ain't nothing nice. It ain't nothing nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It ain't nothing nice. That's it ain't right nothing right. nice. <laughs> so um. <laughs> You gave um, you gave the last album an A plus. I did. You was just a double plus, A plus. Then yeah, and that yeah, that's the only thing. You you just can't beat the best, cause because that low end theory man is a, gave it a pretty good run. It really did. I didn't think it would, but it's damn near. You know, they got song for song. It's just Midnight Marauders songs are a little better. Especially when you add the tracks or whatever, like it's you know, it's a little better with that mass, that extra P production, uh, such and such production, you know, that's that's really, I mean, that's how close it was. Yeah, I agree with you. I I agree with you that it it was that close, and I, and I just think at the end of the day, Midnight Marauders had maybe a few more, a few more songs. Um, and like you said, to start off with, just the the flexibility that they showed with this album, it wasn't just a complete jazz album. It was a, no. it, was a it was a total album, like you said. Right. Any hip hop fan could roll with this. You know, they wasn't just the jazz nerds or whatever with this one. You know, these got some East Coast tracks. That's like, whoa. You know. So yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you again that Midnight Marauders was was the better of the two albums. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. We, you know, but I, you know, I think Try one of the best groups. I well, fans of to be the best already know. I think they are the best rap hip hop group ever. You know. I, I mean, I, but you know, I, I, I'm willing to revisit that. I, I, you know, I got, I got things in the works. So I might actually revisit that. I, I got, I got a couple groups that I, oh yeah, oh the best, oh yeah, I got plenty of groups. But yeah, when I, when I revisit it, you gonna certainly be involved. I will. When I revisit it, yeah, we 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 we'll chit chat on it. Yeah, all right. You <laughs> right. I don't, right. I don't wanna say too much. But as usual, you was an amazing, you was an amazing guest. 
You know what I mean? I can't wait to do our next versus. Yeah, that'd be Tuesday night. Yeah, two, we gonna we gonna get it in. Yeah. Until then, you you stay safe and whatnot. You too. I love you, man. I love you too. Well, there we go, America. Another one bites the dust. Um, this was a quality versus, though. I mean, you know, getting to critique Janet. We all know what Janet means to the music industry. Um, I don't know why people still want to argue with me about Tribe Called Quest being, I think, the best rap group ever, but certainly top five. I think this podcast definitely proved it, this episode. And, uh, you know, it's always good to link up with Rude Dog. Came with it as usual. Couldn't ask for a better better partner in crime. Um, Got a few more episodes for you guys where we're going to wind down this season. Um, Not sure how I'm going to come at you, but, you know, as usual. I got to give you what you need. Be safe, y'all.